a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Your Utah. This is Taylor Powers here with Ethan Millard, bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. And this week, we've got a couple ideas, one close to home and one just a little bit farther. And the one just a little bit farther, uh, Taylor, is Taylor, Taylor made. <laughs> I'm not going to make that pun. It's very specially made for you, it feels like, because it is. it includes a disc golf course, which, which I know you adore. Mm-hmm. In fact, la- uh, our most recent episode... We talked about disc golf a lot. Yeah, that was pretty much that was half the episode. Yeah, so you're all about it. It's Goblin Valley. Now, Goblin Valley is famous. Even among people who don't know where it is or anything about it, a lot of people have seen this, even if they don't know what it is, uh, because they film movies and TV shows down there and things like that. But it's extremely remote. It's down on the south end of the San Rafael Swell. So it's a few hours away from the Wasatch Front. But... In doing a little bit of extra research for this episode, I discovered that among the offerings, they've got a really beautiful nine-hole disc golf course. Which I am so excited to go to. And I've already been planning a trip to Moab this weekend, and we're going to have to make a little detour to go play that course. Yeah, it would be a little detour. Well, it'd be a little bit of... A lot of detour, but I mean, you can you can do it. You can yeah. do it. You know, if you give yourself time, you can loop back around. But it's not just the disc golf that's great at Goblin Valley. So Goblin Valley is a great place. They do camping. They've got yurt rentals also. They've got some campgrounds. Oh, some glamping. That's right, yes. And uh, if you don't want to pay to camp, there is a lot of public lands around Goblin Valley within just a minute or two. So it's very easy to just kind of get out of the park and find a good spot to camp. That's no problem at all. And then there's lots and lots and lots of hiking. Now, what they have is they've got <clears throat> Goblin Valley is is this crazy fossilized layer of mud that eroded in these really weird ways. And so it leaves behind these fossilized mud pillars. Are you making this up? No, 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 you no. You did research on this. This is the yeah, yeah, this is geology really behind happened. it. This okay. is really what happened. And so, and it's these amazing forms. And there are some caverns and things like that. But mostly it's just fun to just walk around and explore all of these incredible rock formations, which are really unique to the area. I don't know if they exist anywhere else in the world, but they're unique to the Four Corners area. Mm-hmm. So it's it's absolutely fantastic. And there are a number of good little hikes, too, that are a couple miles a pop that you can uh, get out and, and see something even a little bit further afield. I'm sure there's decent mountain biking there as well. Yep, mountain biking is a big thing. There's a lot of great mountain biking, and um, and it's uh, it's also great for stargazing because this area was some of the last in the um, 
in the United States to be mapped out. Mm. So it's extremely remote. And uh, it's it's not difficult to get to, but it's just really far away from everything. You know, you've got paved roads all the way up there. But it's, yeah, man, it's hard to get. I mean, it's it, it's just far away from everything. So you get out there, you got a beautiful view of the night sky. Wow, and, that sounds uh, nice. As long as there's no clouds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. check the weather for cloud coverage. Yeah, if you're going to be out doing some stargazing. Get a star map or the star app. Yeah. You know, uh, but let me give you, let me tell you, though, two things that I think you ought to do. Okay. When you go to Goblin Valley. One is the disc golf course, which I only just found out about. So you'll have to tell me whether or not it's worth it. But I saw the photos. It seems amazing. Mm, I think it's probably going to be worth it. And the second is the hike to the Goblin's Lair. Okay. And the Goblin's Lair is this special formation. It's a kind of a, it's a kind of a cavern. And it's weird. it's hard to describe. You kind of have to see it when you get there. But it's really fun. It's really worth it. It's like a mile and a half each way. Uh, this time of year is actually a good time of year to go because it's going to be a little bit cooler. I did this hike with my kids in full sun in the summer. And that's it's a difficult hike then because you're completely exposed. Mm-hmm. You know, you're out in the desert. You're totally exposed. So that's that's a challenge. But definitely do that. So the Goblin's Lair and the uh, and the disc golf course. I'll let you know. One of the heads up, it, it, there is a cost to get in. Uh, it's a couple of bucks per vehicle. So it's not a big deal. Is it a park then? Goblin yeah, Valley it's a state, park. state Park. Yeah, it's a state park. So okay. uh, it's a couple of bucks to get in, but it's fine. It's not expensive at all. But they've also got a cool little, at the entrance, at the park entrance, they've got a little building where the ranger station is and some bathrooms. And then they've got a gift shop. And you should definitely check out the gift shop because they got a lot of cool books on the area and stuff like that. There's a lot of good science in there. Okay. So I'm always yeah. happy to give a small fee to the state parks. Yeah, it's not a big one, and you you feel like it's worth it. If you're taking kids along, they actually give you this cool little workbook that the kids can fill out when they're in the park. And oh, then fun. You drop it by uh, – you drop it by the ranger station, complete it on your way out, and they give you this little badge thing. It's really cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's fun. So it's definitely worth it. All right. So Goblin Valley, put it on your list. It's not far. If you're in Moab, it's not far as the crow flies, mm-hmm. but you have to go up and around. Like you, I'm sure that's a beautiful drive, though. It's a great drive. Yeah, it's it's no the drive is no problem. It's not difficult. It's beautiful. But it's not very direct. You kind of got to loop all the yeah. way up and around. Can so. Can I mention one thing about Moab if you're going to go down there? Yes. I was there two weekends ago. And if you're on, what is it, 131? Mm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Heading into town. Number. Uh, on the right side, when you're heading into town, there's this steep wall. And you're driving, you're driving, and all of a sudden there's this giant sand dune. And sometimes you'll see kids sliding down it or running yeah. up it with families. And we finally did it. Did you? It was. I thought I was going to puke when I got to the top. It was so difficult really? running up this sand dune because every step you take, you go back down. Yeah, you go back a little bit. Um, yeah. But running down it was It was so worth it. Did you run or roll down? I ran. And it was kind of at that point where my legs were going faster than my body, so it kind of looked like two different people, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. top and bottom. <laughs> but if you do it, I recommend bringing a, a sled. <laughs> do people do that? Yeah. Like a little disc or something? Yeah, that that. Uh, a few people had it, and I was very jealous. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to take a disc from a little kid, but <laughs> I wanted it. You get one of your disc golf discs. 
<laughs> I don't think so. Stand on each one. Just put two, <laughs> put down two. That sounds dangerous. Stand on them. I don't want to tear an ACL. Not right before ski season. No, no, no. no. That <laughs> would be bad. All right. Uh, when we come back, we've got another little something for you and your family and friends to enjoy. It's a little closer to home than Goblin Valley. So we hope you enjoy it. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is your Utah. I'm Ethan Millard here with Taylor Powers. Now, Taylor, uh, we just chatted about Goblin Valley, which is a, a distance away. Mm-hmm. It's down kind of in the central south part of the state. It's definitely a weekend trip. It is it is not a day trip. Yes, nope. it is a weekend trip at, at, at least, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's talk about something, though, that is still kind of has that desert feel. You still have that remote feel. You get out there mm-hmm. and you still feel like you're in a very, very far away place. But it's significantly closer yes. to the Wasatch Front. Significantly. I actually did this um, one night. I got home from work and I was like, I just want to go camping. And I want to get away from everything. And so this is what we did. We drove out 80 past uh, past the Salt Palace and... Or the... the um, What's it called? The old uh, Saltaire. Saltaire. That's yes. it. Um, and then when you get to Morton Salt, you take a right on mm-hmm. that exit and follow this dirt road out to the left. And you go to the w- to the west side of Stansbury Island. And there's this, it's just a dirt road. And on the left side when you're driving are all these bushes and there's all these turnoffs. And so you take one of them if your car can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you go through all the bushes and then you come out to the... Stansbury Bay, which is mostly dried up. Yeah. And so as long as you stay within a few hundred yards of the shore, your car can make it and you can go out there and there's hardly anyone. And even yeah. if there is, you just drive an extra 300, 400 yards away and you feel alone again. That, isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's The solitude is tremendous. And you're within, I mean, you if if, if it weren't for the terrain... You'd be able to see a million people. Mm-hmm. And you're just out there. It feels so remote, so amazing. And this is this is land that you, you can camp on. It's, it's, yeah. it's uh, completely legal. And so we go out there. We uh, bring some wood pallets. Of course, bring either a giant magnet or a broom to clean up the nails in the morning. Yes, do that for sure. Um, and we just have a blast. Actually, last time we brought out uh, golf clubs. And um, and golf balls. And we just played golf out there and then would uh, bike to get the golf balls and, and hit it back to the car. And it was a blast. It's that's, just like a big playground. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something else. Uh, I can give you a tip for the next time you guys are out there. And I've never I've never found any myself. But apparently one of the things that you can find out there in that area specifically around mm-hmm. in Stansbury Bay is what's called oolitic sand. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. It's it's sand, but it's not broken up. It looks like sand, but mostly sand is broken up rock, right? Mm-hmm. Eroded rocks. Yeah. Oolitic sand are actual little um, little balls of minerals that have formed in layers over some nucleus. They're kind of like pearls. You know how a uh, how an oyster, you get a little bit of sand in it, and it'll form those layers around the oyster, mm-hmm. around, the, around the sand, it'll form a pearl. Right. Uh It's the same kind of thing. And for the most part, it's brine shrimp feces is (laughs) what forms the nucleus. So most of them on the inside, the little pieces of brine shrimp feces. But they kick around in the salt and in the water for 
however long, millions yeah, of years, geez. I guess. And this just forms layer and layer and layer and these little spherical these little spherical mineral balls. And walking past it just looks like sand. Mm-hmm. But it's actually not sand there. That's so cool. It's oolitic sand, yeah. Yeah, I'll keep my eye out for those. It's just one of the kind of geologic features that's out there. People use them in fish tanks a lot, apparently. Huh. I read up a little bit about it. but Well, maybe I'll collect some and drop them in my fish tank. Yeah, throw them in there. <laughs> oolitic sand from the Great Salt Lake. Yeah. We'll see. The uh, Also, um, I know that at least some of the area around Sansbury Bay is no trespassing. Like you have no access yes. because of the – some of it's wildlife c- concerns. Other of it's the uh, the salt extraction. Yes. But that's a lot further up than what you're talking about, right? Uh, we've seen it. It's off to the – it's on Stansbury Island on the west coast. So this road that you drive, there comes a point where you can't trespass. And then you just have to go out to the bay. Mm. And up on the the edge of Stansbury Island is a lot of that no trespass zone. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of people go out there to shoot, <laughs> shoot guns. So beware of that. <laughs> <laughs> but they go over against the island, so they don't uh-huh. shoot out over the salt flats. They aim for the island. Yeah, they'll, you go just stand against a hill and yeah. shoot. And so. Shoot at it. Yeah, well, at least anyone who practices a, a a modicum of gun safety would would do that. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess I can't. I guess I can't rule out some drunk moron shooting across the salt flats. That <laughs> oh, might gosh. happen. But yeah, it's an amazing place out there. So good. That's a good pick. Yeah. And there's actually decent stargazing out there. As You just yes. get out of the city, and it's amazing what you can see. Yeah. In fact, there's actually a, a small observatory, a small uh, astronomical observatory in ah. Tooele, which is even closer to the city than what you're talking about. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Ooh, maybe for our next episode, I have something I want to talk about near Tooele. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Well, we can talk about that. Uh, we can talk about that observatory also. Sounds I know, good. I know one of the guys that runs it. So. Preview for next episode. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Now go enjoy your Utah.